Welcome to Dudes on Movies, a podcast where dudes talk about movies. I'm your dude, Scott. I'm your dude, Dave. And today we're doing 1983's Star Wars Episode VI, Return of the Jedi, directed by Richard Marquand and starring Mark Hamill, Harrison Ford, and Carrie Fisher. But before we do that, let's talk about what we've been watching. Dave, what have you been watching? Um, I recently watched Coriolanus uh, from 2012. It was uh, Rafe Fiennes' uh, Shakespeare adaptation of uh, the original play. It has him and Gerard Butler. It's fantastic. Mm. Great movie. Um, I was really surprised at how good it was. And um, I mean, considering all the people who were in it, I yeah. wasn't. But it was still just like, oh, this is this is awesome. I'm admitting here I've never heard of this <laughs> oh, play okay. or anything. It's fine. I mean, the, I am uncultured. No, the, I'm a swine. The great thing about being a swine <laughs> is that... Um, you have the rest of your life to catch up. And so it's it's all good. I mean, we'll never catch up fully, mm-hmm. you know, with all the great uh, literature of the past. But, you know, as long as you consume as much as you can, mm-hmm. you'll be all right. Right, yeah. The privileges of being a pig. <laughs> um, cool. <laughs> yeah. So you, you recommend it? Yes, very much so. Excellent. I watched Catch Me If You Can. Nice. The 2002 Spielberg pick with Tom Hanks and... Leo DiCaprio, I watched it with my son, and man, we just had the best time. The oh, movie yeah. is fantastic. Yeah, it is. I haven't seen it in probably 15 <laughs> years, maybe. Right. It's extremely entertaining. It's funny. It's well-paced and thrilling. It's everything you expect from yeah. a great Spielberg movie. Yeah, that one and Munich are the forgotten great Spielberg movies. Yes, they're you both know. fantastic. Christopher Walken got nominated for an Oscar. Right. John Williams you know, of course, he gets nominated. You can't not nominate I know. John Williams' score. So, <laughs> uh, but man, Catch Me If You Can was just unbelievably great. Held up so well. Yes, awesome movie. All right, so before we get into the main event here, I just want to say we're back, people. Yeah, it's exciting. <laughs> we are uh, relaunching the show. We've took about a five-year hiatus, right? And it's, it's time. Yes, uh, we we both kind of just like mutually all of a sudden one day looked at each other and said, it's time to do this again. And we sat around for a minute and thought, well, is this actually going on? And then it did. And we sat down and went to lunch. And like two weeks later, here we are. Yep. And you know, every time we would get together, it just turns into a show anyway. I mean, we'd be among (laughs) other friends and we'd just be doing a whole episode of Dudes on Movies together in the corner while everybody watched or didn't watch. And we were just realized (laughs) we need to be doing this. Yep. So we're back. Thank you all. If you're sticking around this whole time, waiting for us to reappear, um, we're here. So, yes. Um, it's going to be good. We're going to get right back into the routine of things. So let's kick it off with Return of the Dudes. <laughs> That's I mean, right. Sorry. It's yes. Return of the Jedi. Episode six. Episode six. <laughs> Actually, this is like our 150 151st episode, episode now. Yes. So wow. Anyway, back to Star Wars. Uh-huh. So Dave, why don't you kick us off with... Return of the Jedi. Okay. A synopsis of Return of the Jedi. I guess if you're um, a a person in the world, you know what Return of the Jedi is. So Even if uh, you're not a person, you probably know. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. I mean, um, creatures of all kinds. If but you're like, a hut, you know, an Ewok. <laughs> that's right, exactly. <laughs> if you're anywhere a humanoid or whatever, I mean, you, you know what this movie is. And it's after Empire Strikes Back. And everybody, I want to put this out there. Again, another disclaimer before we get started about Star Wars. Every time we've done a Star Wars episode, I think I've said this about myself at least. Yes, I've seen the movies a hundred times, but I'm not a Star Star Wars, like, I don't know the, um, the, the original canon of the EU and, and, you know, all the other stuff to it. So if I get something right. wrong, I'm not trying to be an asshole. It's happening. And just please be patient with me. You know, it's, it, yeah. but, but it's going to be fine. 
Yeah, you'll be fine, Dave. Yeah. It's fine. You don't follow the, like, Admiral Thrawn trilogy or I, anything? I, I'm okay. afraid not. All and, right, yeah. And, and I actually have, <laughs> I have not seen Andor or The Mandalorian or any of the, like, new Disney stuff. Yeah, I haven't kept up much on that. Mm. Um, I think it's because I don't have Disney+. Plus. Okay, so, yeah. Um, I've seen a couple episodes of Obi-Wan, and I did watch the first two seasons of Mandalorian. Um, and they were fine. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's all just fine. Right. All right, so the movie... We finally see the Emperor in this movie, Dave. Yes. Pretty awesome. Yes, at long last. And the movie kind of starts with them rebuilding the Death Star. I'm assuming this was already under construction. It's got to take more than, like, three years to get this far, right? Yeah, and I've always kind of wondered about, like, construction of, of, of something like this in space. Like, like how what, what are the logistics of this? I mean, and how is it just floating there? Um, is it... Yeah. I mean, did you build the engine first so that it will just... Uh, like hover. I mean, I, I, it's probably, they probably have some ship that puts stuff in place, Maybe, you know, yeah. cause it's, you know, low gravity there. That's and true. It, they get it into an orbital trajectory and then it's kind of all easy. Then I guess you just build oh. around the center. I see. I okay. Know. Yeah. No, I, I, build think, out? I, I think you've cracked it. Yeah. That, that's probably what it is. Okay. Uh, but it always bothered me when I was a kid, you know, like, like uh, trying to figure out what were people standing on when they built this thing. Right. Yeah. And we're going into clerk's territory here. <laughs> right. So, but yeah, we find Vader comes to the Death Star to tell him the Emperor's not pleased with your lack of progress. <laughs> and um, I think whoever's the commander here, whoever does the performance, I think is really good in this scene. Yeah. Because when he hears the Emperor is coming, you can see there's a look of fear that just comes over him like, oh shit. Oh yeah, he's shitting himself yeah, when like he hears he's, that. Uh, Immediately changes his tune. Yeah, mm-hmm. we're going to double our efforts. Yeah, we're going to double our efforts. And he already said that they're doing everything they can yeah. working around the clock. How are you going to double your efforts? You're just saying this out of fear because you're afraid that you're going to be force choked if Vader doesn't like what you're saying. Yeah, you're going to get lightninged. That too, yes. Mm-hmm. Gosh, the, the idea of like asshole boss stuff. I mean, you know, right. it, it's it, it's something we all deal with sometimes for, for whatever reason. But like if the consequences is life and death. I yeah, I'd be, I'd be going to HR immediately. Me? This is, you cannot work in this environment. Exactly. <laughs> so we finally catch up with our characters on Tatooine. Yeah. And we see a rescue attempt kind of playing out here to get Han Solo back from Jabba the Hutt. What do you think of the whole sequence here? Back on Tatooine, rescuing Han, and oh. reintroducing all the characters and things like that. I think it's a really good sequence. Um, th- mm-hmm. There are things with that I have problems with. For one thing, I... I think that the planning, uh, unless it was like uh, you had plans within plans, and and it was all along you were con- you know conspiring with Luke to get out on that uh, barge and do the the whole you know right. rescue thing. Yeah. But I mean, they they couldn't have accounted for Han's uh, you know uh, what is it blindness? Uh, yeah. I, I can't remember what they call it in, in the movie. It's something about like uh, hibernation sickness. Hibernation sickness. Yes. 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 The best part about the planning is, I guess he told R2-D2 everything, but not C-3PO. Oh, yeah, that's because right. Because you can't yeah. trust that asshole. <laughs> that's right. He's running off with the mouth all the time. Yeah, but the planning is a little weird. It seems like they kind of had a plan, but did did it play out how they thought it would play out? Yeah, I, it, it's hard to tell did, because like they, they keep cutting over to Lando in, in the disguise, and he always looks like he knew that what was that's what was going to happen. Yeah, and how did Lando get in there? Jabba, come on. I mean, he, it's not much of a disguise. You hire this guy that looks just like Lando Calrissian <laughs> to be your new guard? Exactly. Like, yeah. And he's wearing, like, his mask that, that only covers half his face is sort of Gamerian. Yeah, right. But, like, it's <laughs> obviously he's, this is a humanoid we're looking at. I mean, I hope that Jabba didn't think that this guy was, you know, like, a pig man. 
Yeah, I don't think he did. Okay. I mean, there's plenty of other people with masks. Oh, on you're right. Who you're look right. like humans. You That's know, true. That, so, how does that get by? I mean, <laughs> your yeah. recruiters are just like, so, you gotta know, Lando is probably an enemy of yours if he's conspiring with Solo. Of course. So. Yeah. But Jabba isn't an idiot, apparently. No. Because at first I thought on this rewatch, like, Jabba's an idiot, man. Okay. Like, he... He gets Han. Luke sends these droids all of a sudden. And then someone shows up with Chewbacca. Like, how is all the crew showing up at once? Like, you're right. But then when Leia frees Han, you know, Jabba's hiding the whole time. Like, yeah, I caught you. Yeah. Yeah. So I changed my tune. I was like, oh, that's right. He did. He was aware of everything. Yeah, and I guess Leia kind of underestimates him. I mean, freeing Han within the the main gallery, because at first it looks like everybody's asleep after the party. It looks like Jesse Pinkman's house. Right, yeah. Um, But like, (laughs) it's... She she frees him, and then in a really shitty move, I thought, Mm -hmm. why does she remove her helmet and... It's dumb. Exactly. I mean, you know, someone who loves... It's a good line, but it's like... Wouldn't you wait until you got Han out of the palace before you reveal, okay, it's us and we're rescuing Exactly, you. yeah. It's kind of stupid. I mean, Jabba was onto the plan anyway, but it's at the same, and that's why they get away with it, I guess. But at yeah. the same time, it is kind of stupid. You know what else is kind of dumb? The dance number sure in is. the palace. Yeah. Um, talking about changes to the movie. Oof. I mean, I watched the Blu ray release from, I guess, 2010. It's the special edition version. Yeah. Lord, it's so cringy. <laughs> I know. It's worse than ever. I, mean, I do kind of like the flea guy who's like, like, I kind of like that guy a little bit, but man, it is still cringy. I know. And and I mean, like, so when the little, when the little alien comes out, the little CGI lip alien that sings the song, it would be fine if it was like 10 seconds, but it's not, it goes on. Yeah. And you're trying to watch the movie that you've seen before and you know the story and you're waiting for it to become what it is. You know, mm-hmm. it's, you're waiting to watch Return of the Jedi and you got to watch this this little CGI thing sing a song in another language that's not even really a language. It's not even words. It's just right. sounds. And man, does it suck. It sucks. And I know there's an original song in the yeah. original cut. But it's nothing like this. No. Like, it's kind of more of a background side thing that's happening. This one's like a whole number, man. It's singing in the rain. It's, <laughs> right. It takes it, center stage. I think my biggest problem with it, too, is it does not match the tone of the scene. Where yeah. Jabba's going to kill this slave dancer girl. Yeah. We're playing this funky, you know, Chicago blues music. <laughs> <laughs> and Jabba's gonna kill somebody. Yeah. Like, and it's not like they're trying to go for some juxtaposition here. It's just bad. And they all, and when she does fall into the rancor pit. Uh oh. I know. I mean, <laughs> God, it's it's a horrible way to die. And I mean, I know that the point is everybody's laughing because because they're they're just like slaves to to what Jabba's you know his evil. Right. But what came before it and that whole musical number, it just like you said about the juxtaposition, it really is jarring. Such a tonal shift like that. Um, speaking of the Rancor, I love the Rancor. It's a great, it's yeah. always awesome. Awesome creature. Still cool. Yeah. Um, I had a dog that looked like the Rancor. <laughs> his face, band, Bandit, his face had those little beady eyes. He did, And he had like yeah. a snaggle tooth that hung out. Yeah. Like, oh, he looked like the Rancor. <laughs> so awesome. Yes. We did a side-by-side of him once. <laughs> Maybe I'll throw that up on Instagram or something for Sweet. everybody to see. But, yes. Oh, dude. Yeah, it's cool. So when Luke shows up, does he force choke the guards and kill them? 
Yes. Because that's a Sith power, Luke. <laughs> You're evil. Yeah. <laughs> All he had to do was wave his hand and make them fall asleep or something. That's probably what he did. You know, you know? but they, well, but they, don't they hold their throats? They grab they, their throat. Yeah. Kind of like, I'm choked. Yes. Maybe, maybe he just put them in a sleeper hold. Okay. Well, <laughs> yeah. like Brutus Beefcake? Yeah. I mean, well, that would be fine I, as long as it was worked. I yeah. mean, but, but like, this is obviously <laughs> like, they're against the wall. Like, and this is, yeah. I think they're dead. I think he killed them. Yeah. Which is awesome. <laughs> Which is awesome. <laughs> it's, it's Which I move. guess if you think about it that hard, like, <laughs> kind of the whole thing thing of the movie is luke might go dark right so that kind of plays up into that too which right. is, is kind of neat but i don't i don't feel like they were thinking about that when they wrote the scene no uh, that that's thinking too far ahead probably for someone but like and it's also just the if you're in that situation and you have to get into maybe you would kill the guards you know if just just to get them out of the way so that they're not coming back after you yeah right you're eliminating one problem yeah and it's outer space, so all bets are off. Right, yeah. My favorite part as a kid was this barge escape. Yeah. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. awesome. When they're on the barges about to go into the pit, and they're all nodding at each other, like, yeah. and it, the music's like, boom, <laughs> boom, boom, boom. Right. Like, that was my favorite part. Then the music starts to swell up. Luke jumps down, does a flip off the diving board, grabs the lightsaber out of the air. Dude, that was my favorite thing ever as it's a kid. Badass. That was I know. so cool. <laughs> <laughs> I, I the only thing my only problem with that particular part was that I thought Luke's nods were too obvious. Yeah. Yeah. He's uh, like looking at everyone. Yeah. And it's not secretly. No, there's not nothing subtle about it. I mean like mm-hmm. Jabba do He hut. looks at the guard, Lando. I mean, yeah. And then the guard's like, mm-hmm, I know. Already. Lando nods at him. <laughs> I mean, like, yes, I know the plan, Luke. <laughs> I mean, it's Jabba the Hutt would, I mean, Jabba would have immediately sussed this out. Hey, shoot those guys. I know. Everyone on that barge looked pretty messed up. They they were smoking a lot of (laughs) skooma and stuff. You're right. You're right. That's right. (laughs) So, yeah, it's their own fault. True. (laughs) Yeah. But that was my favorite part as a kid, man. And and I think Leia killing Jabba is awesome. That's a brutal death. He deserves it. Yeah. Being strangled with a chain, that's like something out of Straw Dogs. Yes, you know, it, yes, it is. And like, and you just watch and the lolling tongue. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're right. He does have it coming because yeah. he's disgusting. But mm-hmm. uh, good Lord, it really does hit you. And you see the chain going like into the neck. I skin. know. I like, know. It looks man. Good. And she's and the, the way the way she's got like one foot on his back and, and is really like trying to get leverage on it. Yeah, it's yeah, pretty awesome. <laughs> So they they win. They leave. <laughs> they win. <you> know? right? <laughs> of course they win. Um, and they leave. They go their separate ways. Yoda dies. <laughs> we get a lot of exposition from right. Obi Wan, which is fine. Yeah. So when Luke says like, "Is Darth Vader my father?" to Yoda, I think he sounds like Chandler from Friends. <laughs> oh wow he's got a he's got a chandler bing case he is darth vader my father <laughs> yeah, yeah wow. it's a little chandler bing there wow okay um they do a lot of revealing in this movie and it's not handled the best yeah he suddenly realizes leia's his sister out of nowhere yeah, I, uh, <laughs> yeah it's fine it's not bad but it could definitely be done better and i don't know like why would obi-wan have kept that that information from him until just now I don't know. I mean, why? I mean, when he first encounters him, why wouldn't he just tell him every? I mean, I know, I know that there's probably like some force reason for for all this stuff, and yeah. that you, you you can't, you know, before he begins, before he completes the training, he's got to. But like when they're on, you know, Tatooine and and they're going into Mos Eisley, you mm-hmm. know, in the first movie, what well, just just tell him, hey, look, here's what here's our quest. 
we're going to make you a Jedi. You got to go fight Darth Vader because he's actually your father. And, you know, Leia's your sister. She doesn't know that yet. I mean, like, I, I know that we wouldn't have had three movies, <laughs> yeah. but, like, uh, it's... I don't know if you could take that approach. I mean, I don't know. That's that, a lot to hear. I, I guess, I guess me... <laughs> Oh, that's you I know, don't like, know. The the news that that kind of news would be like devastating for you if, if maybe you, yeah I don't know if Luke could handle it yeah all in like, one shot it's not like when Neo in the Matrix he finds that out like immediately like <laughs> he's already searching for this other world I guess oh, yeah yeah I mean I guess Luke wants to just go blow shit up but he doesn't want to know I've got to defeat Darth Vader right and I have a secret sister and all this shit yeah I, I guess yeah n- I no, know. knowing that the rebellion is entirely in his hands um, is that would be a lot to take on yeah poor Luke another clumsy scene yeah agreed. right here um, after this one is when they're going over the battle plan at the rebel base and then they mention Han Solo's the leader of this team and no one knows it's like a secret. And then he's like, well, I, I don't have my command crew. You're a like, general. Then everyone is just like, what? <laughs> Count me in, bro. Oh, dude. And then yeah. Luke shows up out of nowhere like, I want to fly with you too. <laughs> it's so ham-fisted. It is. Yeah. Yeah. And they all stand there and Leia gives everyone this loving look. Like, oh, the family's together. <laughs> this is great. It's it's so bad. I I can't believe I can't believe how like so Return of the Jedi a movie we've seen you know obviously mm-hmm. double digit times yeah after we watch it for the thirtieth time we start to notice the things that that were yeah right. you know ham handed about it to the point where like or even like the good things I mean I like the previously you know Yoda's uh, the puppetry on Yoda when he's going to bed yeah that was very good it's very good um but when but when they're in the thing with like the scene you're talking about with with General so with <laughs> revealing that that Han mm-hmm. is now a general. Mm-hmm. And that no one else knew that. None of his close his his closest friends who who spend all their time with him they they think that he's gonna like leave again like he did in Empire. But he took on a generalship. How do you give that guy a generalship? I don't know. And <laughs> and and the the promotions in the Star Wars universe are insane. Yeah, because Jar Jar becomes a general out of, out of nowhere. So like, why isn't Luke a general? At least then? in the Last Jedi, they like demote Poe from Captain or whatever. That's true. Like yes. that's cool yes that movie's so good and underrated everybody (laughs) hates it and i love it so screw you (laughs) right um but yeah i totally agree it's just out of nowhere i know script writing (laughs) right it's it's script writing that's bad and mon mothma's Mm -hmm. um speech to everybody it's weird that their plan is to destroy the new death star the exact same way that they destroyed the previous one yeah. Um, and that they, they needed, you know, like, and many Bothans died, you know, to, to bring us this information. Mm-hmm. Well, that's horrible, but you guys already knew this. You already knew what the, what the vulnerability was on in this construction. And you're going to, I guess, skim along this trench and get in there and, you know, fire. I, I don't know like why, why, why they're spending any time on this. I mean, there's a lot of time wasting in this movie. That's so true. Yeah. And a lot of it's fine, but yeah, there's that. And then, then we go off to complete our plan, I guess. Um, <laughs> When the Emperor shows up at the Death Star, I always thought it was really cool how many guards they have like oh, there yeah, to yeah. receive him. I know. It is it is awesome. And the the Imperial Guard with the oh, red yeah. cloaks, I mean th- those guys look so cool. I remember yeah. being so scared of them when I was a kid. Me too. Like when I first saw this movie, I was like, Oh, there's like cooler guys too. Yes. 
this whole world is amazing. And they never reveal anything about them. They're just kind of standing there the whole time, you know, just, yeah. you have to like imagine, oh man, I bet those guys are mean as hell. Their one thing is to, is to guard the emperor. I'm sure there's like a hundred books about them. Oh, but, uh, I mean, yeah, you don't even know. I like, I you, wonder if they the have force powers to, or anything like that. Well, I guess we saw some of it in, in yeah, the most in, recent trilogy. Yeah, there was know. a little of that. Yes. It, I mean, it's modern stuff, so it's, it's not like, you know... But in 83, it was so intriguing. I know. Especially how they don't tell you anything about it. It's just like, these dudes are here guarding the Emperor. <laughs> right. <laughs> and the, the red really pops. It does. Yeah. I mean, it's so... Oh, man. It's, it's just such a like a, an interesting contrast there with all the... Because th- that, that set with, um, you know, the, when they're first boarding, you know, mm-hmm. the, the sh- I mean, it's... It's really elaborate and it's huge. Yeah, and it looks fantastic. Yep, the throne room though, that's cool too. I like, I the, like throne the throne room. room. Yeah, but it's like on this needle, like it looks like it's on a, like an antenna. Oh yeah, yeah. It's a throne room slash AM FM receiver. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> like a car aerial. Yeah. <laughs> so if you take it through the car wash, you got to make sure it goes down. That's right. You know? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, when they go to um. So is it Endor? Is the moon called Endor, or is it a moon of the planet Endor? I'm have still you ever to, figured this out? I'm still out? trying to figure it out. Yeah, because they they don't really specify, and I just have been calling it Endor all my life. I think everyone has too. Yeah. I, I think the consensus is that's just Endor, right? I think the Endor sequence has some really cool stuff. Yeah, the speeder bikes are excellent. Are we? How close are we to having speeder bikes in real life? I mean, we got those like electric hoverboards. Yeah. And, and I mean, like the, the distance traveled on these speeder bikes in this sequence Mm -hmm. is like, has always, you know, fascinated me and also like confused me a little bit because Mm -hmm. of the, you know, when Luke is able to find Han again, pretty Mm -hmm. quickly, they must've gone, uh, what, 20 miles? Probably. Uh, During that chase. You know, the speed is insane. Right. And how did he walk back that quickly? I guess he's using the force. Maybe that's it. Yeah. Maybe that's how he found him easier. I, you know what? Any inconsistency in this film, we can always just say he used the force. I mean, but, that, that's what, that's what, <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, logically that that's what he did. Yeah. And thinking about it, Leia should have been able to also even unknowingly. Oh yeah. Use it to yeah. find them. Right. Like not knowing. Oh, like, that's true. She just yeah, has like, yeah. I just have a good sense of direction, you know? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so discovering force powers about yourself too must be, you know, Quite special. If yeah. You, if no one told you before that you were strong with the force and then all of a sudden it's coming, it's just revealed to you like this. I mm-hmm. mean, you know, uh, I'd like to think I would use it for good. Yeah. I'm sure there would be it, some shenanigans. Yeah. I would cause all kinds of shenanigans. Yeah. Probably. It'd be like Porky's four. <laughs> it would be. <laughs> oh my God. It'd that's be true. horrible. Yes. <laughs> but yeah. Leia just all of a sudden says, I'm going to go with the Ewoks, you know, like, yeah, instead of trying to find people. And it looks like she's <laughs> been there for a decade. Like she's following the Grateful Dead around or something. Why did she? <laughs> why is her hair different? I don't know. Yeah, I, I it's one of those things that's always like, I mean, oh, man, it all happens within like five hours of each other. I right? Know. Like, yeah, it's not like days and days have weeks have gone by. They give her. A, I mean, yeah, the, the sun hasn't gone down. Leia I mean, is responsible enough to be like you know i can't go hang out with the teddy bears i gotta get back to my <laughs> right. team i know i know and, and all she just decides well i have this new life now um you yes know. <laughs> and, the, and when she comes out she reveals herself in the scene like all the ewoks are like oh mama uh-huh i yeah, know oh, my she God. Is hot. it's just it's gross <laughs> i mean you know <laughs> 
interspecies mating. I mean, they've already done incest, See, so yeah. why not? This movie doesn't have as much incest in it, but it does have a lot of bestiality. <laughs> yeah. T- fringe stuff. implied bestiality there's hut yes. there's yes. oh my god it's, yeah his yeah. his leering ass i mean like he yeah. lusts after ula while she's dancing yeah for um, real. and we didn't talk about the gold lame bikini you know uh, the, yeah. the famous leia thing and yeah. you know mostly because obviously it's been it's pretty well trotted ground i mean like everybody talks about it but i mean um it's it was really something. When when I was young, that made me a man, basically. Yeah, of course. It was, it was an awakening for <laughs> a lot was, of people. Yeah, yeah. It, it totally was. Yes. Um, I don't think we have to dwell on it too no, much. No, of course but not. But yeah, that, just to point that out, yes, it was something <laughs> it happened. that happened. Yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> and and when she's in the forest now, like in the, the long frock, um, yeah. I guess is now, like, I, I don't know if she, she's probably not the ruler of the Ewoks because that's 3PO. <laughs> right. I love okay, yeah. I love the fact that they think he is a god. Yeah. I think it's hilarious. I mean, he'd be unlike any creature that they've seen before, probably. Yeah. So maybe they would just react like, oh, what is this thing? And, and you know. Right. And they probably have descriptions of things. Oh, that's and true. And they're like, yeah. oh, he's he looks just like blah, blah, blah. Right. It, yeah. It, the, 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 <laughs> the prince that was foretold. Yeah. And then when Luke uses his force powers to make it look like, you know, he's. So 3PO's got magic and stuff. Yeah. Like, I always found that humorous, and I still like it. And yeah. I like how 3PO's kind of just like, wow, I can't believe I did that. Like, I know, He doesn't yeah. put two and two yeah. together. He doesn't realize that Luke <laughs> used the Force, which was... It's so dense. <laughs> and and the other thing, too, like, I, it's... The, the only thing I don't like about this particular sequence is that it just goes on. Like, this yeah. Ewok sequence. I mean, we, we talked about the, the palace thing. Right. Um, this this Ewok this this uh, introducing the Ewoks just like man it, it's good it's I don't mind the Ewoks it's fine yeah. um I just feel like it goes on for a while I think Luke could just use the Force right away to make that reveal about three PO being God yeah. to free I mean Han was already on a spit and was about to be light on fire I mm-hmm. mean I, use the Force Luke <laughs> exactly that's what we said he can always just use the Force I know. It's it's always there for him, and and he just he uses it very sparingly, and only when they're in absolute mortal danger, which I don't really understand. Right, yeah. We have to go through this whole Donkey Kong Country level just to get <laughs> know, to the exactly, scene. You yes. know? Actually, I really like the establishing shots. They look really cool, yeah, like they, the big yeah, trees do. and oh, walkways and stuff. Mm-hmm. Really awesome. Kudos to the Ewoks on the craftsmanship. Of course, yeah. And speaking of Endor too, um, like what you know, what kind of comes after this? I mean, it's it's obviously further down the road, but like three PO is in there. He's he's in the the hut there, you know, telling the story. Yes. And Leia and Luke end up going outside to have this conversation where where Luke reveals that he is that that he and Leia are brother and sister. Yeah. And Han comes out at the wrong time mm-hmm. and throws this conniption. Just starts throwing a fit about oh well you could talk to him couldn't you I mean like he's yeah. really an asshole yeah it's always bothered me because I know that Han is an asshole but because of his feelings for Leia I I think it's out of character for him to behave this way yeah a little bit like I can see him being kind of like this like his character is kind of a jerk a little bit and selfish in ways but he was never um, petulant in, in this moment he, yeah. he's really whiny and and just a dick and I'm and I'm yeah. like I. It does kind of come out of nowhere. I know. I do like this scene, though, when he apologizes. Um, Uh, Yes. I remember this when I was younger. It was one of the first times I think I ever saw someone apologize like that in a movie. And I I really liked it. I was, like, really drawn towards that. It was nice to see this dude who realized he was kind of an asshole Uh and then be like, you know, I'm sorry. He doesn't. All he says is I'm sorry, but he doesn't, you know. (laughs) 
what he's thinking is probably like, wow, I shouldn't have done that. Yeah. You know, this was inappropriate. Right. And right. It, there's no shame in saying you're sorry. Okay, yeah. yeah. Well, in that way, I guess, yeah, Han shows great growth. Um, he does, but, yeah. yeah, he's a little man-child. Right. <laughs> at, right before that. At first, so. yeah. He, he, yeah, that, okay. Yeah. That, and that's, that's another scene where it's kind of like a ham-fisted thing. Right. Where Luke and Leia figure out their brother and sister. Yeah. And uh, it was better than I remember it. Okay. Mark Hamill and Carrie Fisher do a great job with that material. Yeah. That's hard material to not make look awful you're right yeah when you're not given uh proper tools yeah mm-hmm. i mean it, it's tough to to make it sing and and like if man if a script is just full of expository dialogue yeah how do you make that work and they somehow made it yeah which is a tribute to both them and their their charm in the characters and our our love for these characters mm-hmm. why well okay I, i'm gonna I, i'll you know i'll just ask the question it's already out of the box why doesn't why doesn't leia just just tell han after luke leaves what just happened because the script says so. And which is, yeah, we've already it's stupid. I know, it's dumb. Yeah, it's yeah. dumb. Can't you just be like, dude, Luke just told me this and it's blowing my mind. Right. And, you know, instead of stringing him along for the next, you know, I don't know how much time passes on Endor because Leia was in that hut for like 12 months, apparently. But, <laughs> but it, forever, she drags it out. I like know. At the end, he's like, you know, <laughs> you love him, don't you? Yeah, I do. It's like, okay, well, I'm out of here then. Have a nice life. She's like, well, no, he's my brother. Just say I, that. I didn't, I didn't tell you that? Just say that. Oh, I thought I told you God that, huh? damn it. You didn't know? What? Come I mean, on. Just tell him that night on the bridge when you're standing. Like, like, he just told me he's my brother, and I'm really shaken by this news. And Darth Vader's our dad. Right. And, yeah, oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. Talk about bearing the lead. <laughs> yeah. Darth Vader is our fucking father. Yes. I mean, uh, the, uh, Han, help me. Can you see Carrie Fisher saying that? Darth Vader's my fucking father. Yes, I oh, could. Oh, that would be awesome. Yes, I could. That would be so I good. I mean, it would just... Yes. And you know, the, to, to the movie's credit, one thing, after this reveal and after this conversation, I think it starts to fly. It does. You know, like... because yeah. Because, I mean, immediately, like, Luke is now... Luke gives himself up to the Imperials. Yep. And, you know, Vader's ship comes down and they... Okay, you're coming with me. Mm-hmm. And for the next, like, hour, it's, it's the Luke and Vader show. And I think it, they handle it so well. Yeah. And I love Vader's feelings and his emotions yeah. too. Because yeah. you can tell he's kind of remorseful of how things have played out. Right. And, you know, that's his whole struggle the rest of the movie. I know. And they even hinted at it before. You know, the Emperor says, you know, are your feelings correct on this? Yeah. That's the emotional core of the rest of the movie. Agreed, man. And and it's it's like, and it's just essential for the story. And we're so heavily invested in it. And mm-hmm. you... You know, of course, you just want to see, you know, father and son reconcile. But you know that that can't happen without something horrible happening. Right. It's the it's the it's the tragedy of the story. Yeah. And to watch Vader be so conflicted and Luke be so courageous in just constantly standing up to him and the emperor. Right. And like not giving in. To, I mean, he does give in to temptation eventually mm-hmm. um, when, you know, uh, the, the emperor tells him, you know, like strike me down. You know, it's when it's when he realizes that, that the emperor has set this trap mm-hmm. for the uh, for the rebels. And then the fight happens. But yeah. man, L- Luke is, uh, I guess, his bravery in just like trying to win the day by not fighting his father is. It's, yeah, it's pretty awesome. It is. And I think that Luke really shows fear of the Emperor himself and of his own temptations because mm-hmm. he wants to just go slash this dude's head off, <laughs> right. you know? And the Emperor's tempting him to do it. I know. But Luke knows he shouldn't do it. 
And you can see it in his face. Like, man, what should I do? Uh-huh. Um, it's a great performance from Mark Hamill. Yeah. No, he's, he's, good. he's good. underrated. I know. That's true. Yeah. He, he's really excellent in this movie. Like, just an acting performance. And the, the end of the movie is really these three big sequences yes. all overlapped and interspersed together. You know, you got the, the Vader and Luke stuff with the Emperor. Right. And then you've got the space battle stuff. And you've got the battle on Endor. Mm-hmm. And I think it does a great job flowing together, how they intercut between the two. Right. I think it's handled really well. Yeah, there's just enough cuts between the three stories for, for you to follow everything. And you're never you're never like, oh, well, let me go back to the other one. It's like, okay, yeah, give me some more of this. And this space battle, when I was a kid, I was like, this is the coolest thing I've ever seen. I, I was so blown away. It had it. so many more ships than the prior movies. Yeah. Like, I remember the first time when all those TIE fighters just fly at the screen. I'm like, there's like 100 TIE fighters. Like, this is awesome. <laughs> right. Holy crap. Yeah. And then the the barricade of Star Destroyers just sitting there, keeping them in. You know, like, how do you keep someone in a three-dimensional space, though, like that? I know. Yeah, that's true. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> they could just go another way, right? <laughs> It's not like there's a sphere of That's Star Destroyers true. around God. them. You're right. That's true. I don't know. I, I, well, and you, you were <laughs> even like blown away by the scope of it on a 12-inch screen from a VHS. Yeah, pan and scan version, yeah. you know. Yeah. It, it's it still like just floored you, you mm-hmm. know. The only the only thing that I've I've ever questioned about that space battle is like I'm trying to figure out where Lando and Neen Num are flying to where they just are I mean, obviously a bunch of a bunch of carnage is happening. The the, the rebels right. are being, you know, like like uh, taken out, you know, a hundred at a time. But like Wedge and Lando, they're they're always avoiding. They're, I mean, maybe they're just great pilots. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But like, how are they flying around this action? And like Lando doesn't seem all that concerned. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's me because I'm afraid of the sea and I'm afraid of space. Mm-hmm. But like, I just be shitting my pants the whole time. You know, like yeah. as soon as I saw any of any of the other fighters go down, I'd be like, <laughs> right. well, that's it for me. You know. That's why you're not a general. <laughs> exactly. That's why I'm not a general. That's why I'm not a fighter pilot. Yeah, I, I, I just, I, I, I can't handle war. Not, yeah, not space war. And they don't show the crew in the Falcon like doing much except no talking about the battle. <laughs> right? You know what I mean? Yes. Like there's scenes of the ship flying and shooting things. Yeah. But it's. There's nothing about the crew, like in the in A New Hope, where they go down to the guns and get ready. And oh, you're right. Yeah. There's nothing kind of like that showing anyone shooting stuff. Yeah, you just see like uh, Lando at the controls. I mean, mm-hmm. and you know he's doing something, but he's just flying the ship. Yeah, and it really it really doesn't matter. You know, no. it, it's fine. You don't even think about it, like you said, unless it's your fiftieth watch of the movie. True, but um. Right. just oh no there's <laughs> ships yes that's right <laughs> yeah here they come um, i do like how they try to take down the star destroyers by killing they go kamikaze on them oh you know? that was really it's like yeah, i know get in there maybe we'll take some down with us i mean yeah, yeah. pretty cool I, I i guess i guess the only way to like win a battle of this kind is for someone to give themselves up yeah you know which is just well in the, i guess when that super star destroyer dies it's not even intentional like one of the a-wing pilots gets shot and flies right through the windshield oh, right. of that the wasn't, ship that, you're right that yeah. wasn't a kamikaze move that was just yeah, yeah he, it's just a lucky yeah, <laughs> yeah that, that was collateral shot. damage yeah. yeah wow good plan lando though <laughs> yeah, get in there close true. if we die they die yeah i guess so jeez <laughs> <laughs> That's bold. <laughs> and Admiral Akbar the whole time is saying, you know, don't do that, you I idiot. Know, I know. 
<laughs> and it's a trap, of course. Yeah, of you course. know he's saying both those things. And I, I just found out that that uh, the voice of Akbar is. Uh, uh, let me, Eric Brun, Eric Bruns, uh, Bauerfeld, I think his name. Uh, he, okay. he also plays Bib Fortuna. Really? Yeah. Okay. He's the voice of both characters. That's cool. Which is pretty awesome. Bib Fortuna's dreadlock head is crazy. Yeah, it is. Um, one yeah. dreadlock that's flesh colored. Yeah. He, he's one of the uglier creatures I've ever seen. I agree. Yeah. And he's got like a turkey neck. Ooh. You know, it rivals George Lucas himself. It does. Exactly. <laughs> he doesn't have a beard though to cover it up. No, so it's no. like, it's just right out there for Oh, it's you. just a slimy, pasty Ooh. gobbler. Man, it's horrible. And <laughs> like, yeah, he, he is not easy on the eyes. No, not at all. <laughs> um, but back to the end of the movie, we jumped all the way back to Bib Fortuna. That's great. <laughs> um, so the lightsaber battle. Yeah is awesome it sure is i love it i think it might be one of the best out of all the movies maybe not the flashiest but the emotional impact of it there's nothing higher than that well mark hamill and david prouse are like good just fighting with swords but it's not like today where they would have trained for six months in like, yeah they're not fighting art. darth maul yeah mm-hmm. um instead it's just it's a really well choreographed fight and toward the end of the fight where Luke does the, um, like, he's, like, chopping down a tree Yeah, motion. he's just smashing them. Right, just, just like, th- blow after blow until, like, he devastates Vader and yeah. then chops his arm off. It's really, really good. Mm-hmm. And even the, the, the thing before that, where, where Vader throws his saber at the, the, the duct work. Yeah. And, like, Luke comes crashing down, and you're like, oh, God, what just happened? Yep. Um, that's pretty, that's an awesome move, you ne- too. You never saw a force throw like that, that before. That's right. Yep. And you never saw the lightning that comes either before this. Like, that's true. Dude. <laughs> a lot of cool stuff at the end. Yes. I love when Luke realizes he is becoming his father. Yep. And he's on the verge of becoming the Emperor's toy. It's my favorite moment of Mark Hamill in the entire saga is I'm a total sucker for his speech when he closes his lightsaber and says uh, and gives the I am a Jedi like my father before me speech mm-hmm. watching him like like slowly walk toward the emperor and he just he just nails the lines you know so perfectly you failed your highness oh it Great. just it gives you the chills and he's been saying these things throughout the whole sequence you know True. like I'm not gonna do this right. But when he says it this time, the emperor knows he's serious. Yes. And yes. He's like, well, I'm going to kill you now. Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Ian McDonald, awesome. so be it, Jedi. It's, so be it, Jedi. Oh, man. Oh. Yeah. He's because before that, he had been so smug. Yeah. And like just sure of his victory. And when he sees that there's just no conquering this guy, he's like, well, that's it. Now I got to kill you. Yeah. Now I got to um, be left with this lump of a man on the floor, <laughs> <right>? too. Oh. <laughs> Dumbass Anakin I over mean, here. I mean, geez. <laughs> Thank God he got burned. His stupid haircut's gone. Oh, Just like everything. Man. You mean? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but then he shoots him with the lightning, and then Vader, of course, has a change of heart. Which God in this version, when he yells no, it's the worst. I know. Oh, he it, pick- it, it ruins oh. the moment completely. It does. It's totally unnecessary. It's like a voiceover coming in saying like, and that's when I realized I was in trouble. Yes. You know? I don't understand what the motivation of it, and, and it's 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 a lack of trust in your audience. Yeah. And it was also put in in 2004 when your audience was already 21 years past the first time they saw it and loved it. Yeah. I mean, when I when I saw these movies in the theater when they re-released them in 97, yeah. obviously it was all people who had seen the movies a million times before on their, on their tapes at home. Yeah. 
And when Luke made that speech that we just talked about, mm-hmm. you know, people were cheering in the audience. Like, it, cheering, you know, people cheer for yeah. a movie, you know? Yeah. It was a Rocky Horror moment. It, exactly. Yeah. It, it's it's really an electric moment when a whole theater, yeah, you know, mm-hmm. it's 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 cool. So you already got everybody, and they already also know what's coming. Even, the, even if when they saw it in 1983, they kind of sensed that Vader was about to turn. Yeah. And it worked, and he didn't say anything. So... Why don't you trust people? Actions speak louder than words. Show, don't tell. Which they do. But then they add the tell. I know. 20, 30 years later. So it it just, every time you talk about it, every time you think about it, you get angry all over again, unfortunately. I do. (laughs) (laughs) I think that and the dance number changes are the most egregious alterations to this film, I think. Okay, yeah, that's what, fair. Do you have any other ones? Well, I, I just read a whole list of them before I came over here, uh-huh. and unfortunately they're not springing to mind at the moment, but I, yeah. like, every one that I, I have, I read a list of, like, I don't know, like, 20-something, mm-hmm. and, like, with each one, my blood boiled further. There's one more I can think of we haven't talked about yet. Oh, yes, yes, yes we will get there. <laughs> yes, of course we will. Yeah, those are the three big ones. <laughs> I, one thing I do love, um, when Vader turns and he throws the Emperor down the shaft, he tells Luke, you know, help me with this, you know, helmet so that I yeah. can, you know, Luke dra- drags him into the, to where the shuttle is uh-huh. and he asks him to help, you know, remove the, the helmet so he can see, you know, with, with my own eyes and, and, uh, you know, Sebastian Shaw is there, uh, with his, um, just the, the, the husk of a, of a head that he's got. Yeah. And he's, he, he's, you still see the wounds from, you know, um, on top of his head where he's, he's you know. Mm-hmm. And when Vader dies, it might be my favorite. It's going to sound weird to say that it's my favorite John Williams score moment. But of this movie in particular, mm-hmm. um, I love the little sad Imperial March when he dies. Yeah. It's really good. Just the little, like, I think it's like a shamisen or something or, or, you know, maybe a harp. But it's just those sick notes, those six notes. Yep. Um, and man, it's, it's excellent. Just, it's so good. It's excellent. And it's so suiting to the character. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. cause that's the Vader song. Yeah, and that's right. Th- this is the end of Vader. Perfect. It's man. And I mean, of course, John Williams does that. Yeah, like, I, I know. He, oh, dude. <laughs> he's a, he's a modern master. There's no doubt. Yeah. Um, I've seen like a YouTube video of people like playing his songs and stuff. Like, oh out yeah. In public and people who might not be familiar with the movies, like, you can just tell they're like, oh my God. Oh, like, yeah. This is insane. This is just good music. Yeah. I love hearing it. Right. I'm like, is that Bach? No. It's, yeah. <laughs> right. it's fucking Return of the Jedi. <laughs> <laughs> it's Duel of the Fates. It's Chewbacca. Chewbacca. Johan Savach and Chewbacca. <laughs> um, yeah. And so that happens. And the, we, we kind of just skipped over the Ewok battle and stuff, but the Ewoks saved the day and stuff, which is pretty cool. <laughs> They, they get the deflector shield down. Yes. Um, I always found it weird how they have to just like totally put nuclear fallout on this facility. Oh, my Instead God. of just like, you know, pulling out the catalytic converter or something. You Dude, know? Like, it's, it's the, <laughs> we, we had this conversation when we did Independence Day years yeah. ago. Like, where, I mean, just unplug the server. Yeah. Just pull it out. Right. You know, that extension cord yes. right there. Yes. They almost tripped over that earlier. And we just pull it out. It's just chop it in half. Like, like just lay waste to all the, all the, like the wiring and stuff like that. And you've got it. Right. And, it, by yeah. the, and also I'm glad you brought this up because this really bothered me on this watch. I, and it's not anybody's fault. It's just my own stupid mind. But like the guys manning this deflector shield uh, uh-huh. area, they look like space balls. Th- that do. costuming sucks. <laughs> I, I don't know what that, I mean, like, Oh yeah. man, it's terrible. They're all assholes. 
<laughs> that's right. Um, <laughs> you're right. I never put that together. Yeah. But they do look like space <laughs> I wonder if that's where uh, Mel Brooks got he, his inspiration he for must, the uniform. Yeah, it's like, like, like... That scene right there. Yes. Like, those guys. Those are space balls. Exactly. Those guys <laughs> don't look like anything formidable. Let, let's make them part of my movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. Um, and, the, and the explosion is just far too big <laughs> for anything <laughs> when it explodes. Like, right. Han jumps behind, like, a bush... And then it cuts to the miniature oh, exploding. Man, yeah. And then they cut back to Han in the bush, and it's like, that doesn't work. <laughs> Han would have been obliterated. I know. Good lord. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, like, I, I guess the, that, that battle on Endor, too, it's very small in scale as far as Han Solo is concerned. He never really leaves that area. Yeah. And I, and I know that there's a reason for that, like a practical reason, is because he's there to take down the shields. But, like, it's just weird to think that, like, of of this this monumental battle that's happening in the sky and Han Solo the hero of the whole saga mm-hmm. or one of them anyway is just like confined to this like uh transformer you mm-hmm. know somewhere in a forest it's it's really really weird at least Chewie gets the shine by stealing that ATST pretty and cool stuff that was neat. yes and he does the Tarzan swing <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know? of course that's right. that in right <laughs> and I guess the final thing in the space battle we got to touch on too like yeah. they fly in. To the Death Star. Yes. So instead of going through the trench and firing a photon torpedo in, right. they actually fly into the structure of this thing, Okay, which is cool. Yeah, you're right. Earlier, I my, I probably said they did the same thing they did in the original, but you're well, right. It's, it's a variation. It's it's pretty much the same. Yeah, because it's unfinished and they can just get... Yeah, I understood. Right. But why couldn't they just shoot something through like that 12,000 mile wide opening? I, you're right. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> In the first movie, they had to shoot something in that's only like six feet wide. Yeah. And now they have to fly into the core. It's, yeah, they had a much better, like, easier access to it this time around, and they didn't take advantage. Why do we ruin movies, Dave? Why do we do this? It, it's what we do. I mean, it's, I, I, it's, I know, we've made a life of it, and uh, it's just who we are. We light up the world. It is, yeah, it's great. And we do it with love, though. We do. Uh, we still, I still love this movie. I mean, and right, right after yeah. the, the the climactic battle, um, after Edward ends and, and Lando and you know is celebrating his his yeehaw. Yeah, it's exactly yeah. he yeehaws and we're out of there. Luke lights the funeral pyre for yeah. for, for Vader. That's and beautiful. It's my favorite shot in the movie when he's standing there in yes. front of the flames. Yes. Yeah, it's really good. Awesome. And and you pan up to the sky, and then unfortunately another of Lucas's specializations comes in. Yeah, we're denied Yub Nub, and instead we get um, this new. I forget the name of the replacement song. Yeah, me too. But it's not nearly as good. No, it's it's not as evocative as as the uh, the the Ewok song was, and we also get like insert shots of Coruscant, and I, I think uh, Naboo is Naboo's in there. on there. Yeah. yeah. And there's revelers, and it detracts from, um, you know, the original uh, emotional... Yeah. The song itself doesn't bother me as much as, like, the visual changes that they insert. Yeah. Um, But, you know, growing up on the movie, like, most of us have. I'm sure there's people who grew up with the special edition nowadays. Oh, undoubtedly, um, yeah. But I would assume most people had seen the original, and... You know, Yub Nub was the way to go. Yes. So if you didn't grow up with that song, it might not bother you as much. Right. But man, it sucks. It's jarring when you hear that other song and uh, you see the prequel movies brought into it. Yeah. Not only the celebrations at all these planets that were introduced in the prequel movies. Right. You also get Hayden Christensen at the end. Dude's on movies favorite 
Hayden Christensen. <laughs> Look, every time it happens, I'm not ready for it. And when it does happen, I think he looks embarrassed. You think so? Yeah. Like, what? why am I here? Yes. I'm going to get destroyed for this. Yes. It's like he knows what's coming. Yeah. And he thinks to himself, I was so good in Shattered Glass and no one gives a shit. Yeah. And, like, I feel bad a little bit for him. <laughs> Because Lucas set him up for a lifetime of people just hating people hating him for for something that that really wasn't his fault. Right. It sucks. Yeah. Man. And I love I like Hayden Christensen. I think he was giving awful scripts to work with. Yeah. And in a franchise like Star Wars, you just can't avoid the flack you're going to get for anything. We praised his work in Life as a House. Yes. That wasn't that long ago. Right. Well, in episode terms. Yeah. <laughs> Chronologically, um, it was years ago. Yeah. But uh, yeah, when he's not in Star Wars, he's great. Yes. <laughs> and I still like certain things he does in Star Wars. And apparently he's on the Obi-Wan show. He's really good. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, he's cool. fantastic. Cool. You know? So I'm glad he's got a second life, you know? I like when he defended R2 in uh, Revenge of the Sith. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, he's mm-hmm. trying. You yeah. Know, that, yeah. That, was, that was fun. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. But yeah. I think the worst part about him replacing the original Force Ghost is they don't reveal his face immediately. Oh, that's they, true. They You're like right. show his lower half, and then the top half kind of reveals after the other half of his body. Right. So it's kind of like, what are you trying to do? Why are you trying to surprise us? Right. Oh, dude. Yeah, because you're expecting it to be this this great reveal that everyone's going to love. Yeah. And instead, you know, like you get the exact opposite reaction you were going for, and instead of saying... I fuck this up. You just double down. And <laughs> I mean, I, I guess if you have billions of dollars, you would yeah. have, you know, massive onions like that where you just say, well, fuck all of you. What a way to end it, though. The movie. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. It's I, great when it's not the altered ending. Right. And it's okay as an altered ending. It's the same. Uh, yeah. Like the story and the plot and the ending is the same. They just tweaked these little things that make the final product worse. Would other filmmakers, if given the opportunity, do that to their most famous work? I don't. I don't know that some might. Yeah, but I don't think most would. Right. I mean, it, eventually, you walk away from a painting, and it belongs to the ages, or you know. Mm-hmm. And this is like, no, I'm just going to continue to to mess with it for the rest of my life. I don't understand that philosophy, and 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 his like Lucas's own explanation about. You know, when people ask him, well, why can't, why can't, why can't you just make available the originals? And his exact quote escapes me. I don't have it written down, but he's, but I remember the first part of it. He said, I'm sorry you fell in love with an imperfect film years and years ago. And oh, I'm like, Lord. oh my God. I mean, it's just like the exact wrong thing you would say to someone who's like pleading with you to, to just like, give me a VA. I'll, I'll take it on VHS. You, I don't you care. You can buy sep- different cuts of movies for Almost any movie out there. Yeah, that's true. There's the director's cuts. There's unrated cuts. There's theatrical release. Yeah. I mean, you can find movies in all these different versions. Why not Star Wars? That's a trillion dollars in revenue right there for Disney. If if all they're interested in is making money and that's all they're interested in, then yeah, we got a good way for you to make money is all everybody will, will buy it if you put it out. It's so dumb. I think in 2004 or 6, they released DVDs with the like most up-to-date versions. Uh-huh. But they had, as a bonus, the uncut versions were on those DVDs. They were? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I don't have that set. Okay. And I would love to. I mean, I was actually very 
surprised when I found out that there's a 2019 like ultra, you know, 4K version. Yeah. And even that has different stuff put into it. Yeah. And I thought that he stopped messing with them after like 2005, but that's not the case. Yeah, it, they continue to tweak things yeah. here or there. There's no massive changes, I don't think. Right. But, you know, they do all kinds of random shit. Right. So I think they've changed the like Greedo shooting first thing like in four different versions. <laughs> I know. I heard that there's like simultaneous shooting now. Yeah. Um, and I... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to think anymore, you know, because <laughs> like, because you saw a different movie. Even when we when we decided to do this movie, we had to determine like what version are we watching? Yes. What are we? <laughs> you know, like we're gonna watch the special edition, right? So anything after like ninety seven should be fine. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, and I actually had found the 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 original despecialized version on art. It's on archive.org If yeah. you if you go on there, yeah. And, um, I didn't want to watch it on my phone. So I was going to project it onto the TV and I just couldn't get that to work. So I had to rent the shitty version on Amazon, man. And eventually I will get to that archive.org version because that that's, that's an amazing public service that those folks have, have, you know, granted us. And yeah, I want to have the experience again of just seeing it like I did at a pizza party when I was in third grade. Yeah. All right, so anything else, Dave? Um, I, I think that's it. I really didn't want this to turn into what it did, but but it did, because you just can't help it. You know, like, w- complaining about Star Wars, and... We, we talked about the good stuff, too. We did. We, we were yeah. we were very fair to it. Um, But, yeah, I, I, I don't have anything that was missing from it. I, I've, I've said my piece on Return of the Jedi, I think, okay. so I think I'm satisfied. Yeah, me too. Um, So, would you recommend it? Uh, yes, yes, I would recommend Return of the Jedi. Uh, mm-hmm. Everyone should see it and see whatever version you want, but just know what you're getting in. What we, we, you already know what you're in for, right? Yeah, I would totally recommend it too. It's it's still one of my favorite Star Wars movies. Yeah, and you know it has flaws, but they all have flaws. And you know what? Most movies have flaws. Yes, and it's okay. Yes. So yeah, I would totally recommend this movie. So that about wraps things up. If you like what you heard, please subscribe to the show anywhere you get your podcast. Rate it, review it, most of all, share it. That gets more dudes listening to the dudes and you can go to dudesonmovies.com and find anything you need right there yeah you can also find us on facebook twitter and instagram or send us an email at dudesonmovies at gmail.com yeah and then we're gonna jump on a few more of these you know modern day kid platforms i don't know what tick tick tack <laughs> tick tack <laughs> wow yeah uh, yeah we're, we're gonna figure out what what is happening now i guess and we'll act accordingly yeah yeah so dave what is the question of the week uh the question of the week do the changes to the original trilogy still bother you because they clearly bother us but but please tell us your thoughts yes please do and stay tuned for next week's episode on 1976's taxi driver directed by martin scorsese and starring robert de niro so until next week i'm your dude scott i'm your dude dave and we'll see you next time